Welcome to the sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. If you have questions related to what you hear today, or just want to find out more about the ministries of First United Methodist Church, please visit us online at fumcbentonville.org. Our scripture reading comes from Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. And he said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. I want to add my welcome to Reverend JJ on this morning. My name is Pastor Andrea, and we're so happy that you're here with us on this morning. Those we have not seen in some time, and for the very first time, a very special welcome to you on this morning. Let's have a moment of prayer. Oh, gracious Lord, we are so thankful for this opportunity to sit here in your, in your presence and the warmth of, of each other, O oh Lord. But in this moment, O oh Lord, we ask that you clear our minds and all the worries we brought here on this morning. May we lay it here before you. May we be open to your word on this morning that may permeate into our spirits and our minds and our souls that we may go out of these doors ready to be transformed and transform the world. In Christ we pray. Amen. A very familiar story, a very timely one, I must say, as we are have been in a pandemic for some time, and we've had all type of fears that have come with that, right? And now we're coming out to another reality of, of new life of some sort of all the restrictions that we have had placed upon us or slowly being lifted up, and many of you are traveling and seeing family and friends and loved ones that you feared you would not see. But thanks be to God that we are still here and able to love but still holding up those that have lost their lives to this pandemic. And those who are still yet suffering, fear is still rampant across the world. We can see what's still going on in India and in other parts of the country. Is We are still not yet out of the water just yet. And fear still lurks not only from the pandemic, but so many different things we have in our lives. We have all types of winds and storms in our lives that have come and go and continue to come and go. Someone right here sitting right now with a very heart, heavy heart because life has been tough. Life 
is tough. A sickness has has filled your body. You're not able to do what you need to be doing and you are down. Maybe you're in depression. Maybe you have anxiety. You have your own type of storm. But I was reminded on the prefaces of Juneteenth and actually going to Crystal Bridges to see the new, um, they have this um, the black church wing in there. And I went to go visit that yesterday because after I prepare on Saturdays, I like to have a little moment to go, you know, decompress. And Jenna Haney told me to go take a visit. And as I'm on and watching in, in the video there, I began to hear these words. Faith over fear. As images of different types of things are going on the screen, different types of oppression, different types of injustice happen in the black community, I hear the words that are coming to the speakers. Faith over fear. And it's something about faith that supersedes fear that keeps you going and going and going. You don't know how you're there, but you know your faith is the only thing you have to hold on to because life is hard. And I also heard the words that say, I'm on the battlefield for the Lord. Life is a battlefield. Has life been all rosy for you? (laughs) Life situations let us know that this life is a battlefield. Faith over fear. And so we find ourselves in this pericope and we hear that Jesus invites the disciples, says, let's go across the other side. So the invitations for the disciples to begin to follow him and so that what they do, they follow Jesus and they hop in the boat. And as they are in this boat, there is, a, there is a storm that begins to come upon them. And I guess Jesus is tired from doing all the healing and being zapped from all the people coming and asking him for something. You know how those, those days be, right? So Jesus is in the back of the boat minding his own business that he has. He sleeps on a cushion while this storm is going And I guess the disciples didn't get any sleep because they are watching and um, feeling the waves of this, the wind hitting and the the water coming into the boat. And Jesus is unbothered. You ever have those people in your life when life is going all kind of crazy and they are all calm and you over here frantic? It's like, what, what kind of faith do they have over here that I don't have? Is there just me? Because sometimes life is like, oh, Lord, I'm about to lose it. And then people around you are just calm and collected, unbothered. And Jesus reminds these disciples of his that in Mark's gospel just don't seem to get it right. We're like the disciples, right? And Jesus reminds them in chapter 4, if we remember last week, which is a long time ago, we were in the, um, the seed and the sower, and, and Jesus begins to talk about those who... When trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, when distress happens, the first thing that goes is faith. In order to survive the storms of life, we have to stand on the word of God. That's the first thing that we lose because fear begins to set in and the fear is a great 
emotion that we have, in fact, so that we can survive. Isn't that kind of weird? Fear to survive, but sometimes fear gets in the way of us surviving. Faith over fear. To survive the storm, we have to not give up on the word. And Jesus invites him on this journey to go across the sea, the other side of the shore, and the storm comes. And they begin to wake Jesus up. You know, those people that are hard sleepers. I can imagine Jesus is a hard sleeper, and they're trying to wake him up and says, Do you not care that we are drowning? Do you not care that we are perishing? Notice what they did not do. We don't hear that they lifted up a prayer. Fear overcame them. They forgot about the word. And I, can, I know they were disciples. They are rooted in their tradition. I, I know they remember the words about Jesus, the God walking on, God still in the storm. It's right there in Psalm 107. I know they could have remembered that, but they forgot the word. They forgot. Because Psalm 107 says, Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. They forgot about that word. They forgot about Psalm 46 where it says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we would not fear through the earth should change through the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble in its tumult. They forgot the word. They forgot in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 31 and 6, Be strong and whole. Have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. They forgot the, 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 the other Psalms that I turn my eyes to, only help I know. I stretch my hands out to the Father, only help I know. They forgot the word. How many of you have forgot the word? Faith over fear. We cannot let our circumstances, no matter how hard they may be, because life is no fairy tale. Life is a battlefield, and we have to have and hold on to the faith that's been passed on from generation to generation. Think about those who have suffered so much, but yet hold on, and think about your situation that God brought you out of, and you're here today and says, I'm here. I don't look like what I've been through, but I'm here. Is that anyone's testimony on this morning? Stand on that word. Stand on the promises of God, and the disciples have forgotten that God is with them. Faith over fear allows us to survive the storm. Faith over fear allows us to recognize that God is there. And Jesus is there unbothered. He wakes up, and he wakes up. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's like, what is going on? I know it's a storm going on here, but I can control these things. It may not look like that God can control things, but God is in control. I know it's a cliche saying, but yes, 
And not saying that God is a puppeteer that's up in the clouds, orchestrating here and there, but in the midst of everything we're going through, God is in the midst. And that is a pause to say, amen. And so Jesus woke up and he spoke to the wind. He rebuked the wind and said to the sea, hush, be silent. We don't get this in the, in the English, but in the Greek, hush, be silent, be muzzled. And that's what needs to happen in a lot of our lives, that because Jesus is already in the midst and that so long ago that God had you and not you and me in mind, that God's grace was so prevenient and loves us and made us righteous and made us imputed Jesus Christ righteous on us, that in our baptism we were given the, the gift of the Holy Spirit. And John tells us that all that love the Lord, all that keep God's commandments, that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God will make a home in us. Do you not know that Jesus Christ is living in you on today? And because Jesus Christ is living with us, it reminds us that God is always with us, and that we're able to say to our windstorm, to our storm, to our trials and tribulations, hush, be still. And I believe that's what Jesus was trying to get the disciples to get to the point that says, you have it all. All the divine power, the same power that has that rose Jesus Christ up, that we too have that power. That when we feel weak, we can begin to say, when I am weak, the Lord is strong. Because we see on, as we um, go into chapter 6, when Jesus was feeding the, the, um, the folks, and they were saying, well, we don't have the five loaves. He says, use what you have. And you have the power of the Holy Spirit in you that allows you to, re to recall the words in a timely matter. The Holy Spirit calls remembrance that faith over fear. In my seminary years, in um, 2000, probably 2016, 17, somewhere in there. It's getting kind of old now. But my second year of seminary is called when you're being buried. It's like the first, first year you're, you're crucified, you're buried, and you're resurrected. The second year you're buried. And I was very deep. <laughs> I had a lot going on. I was TAing for one of the hardest professors on campus. I, was, I don't know why I did that. Then I was in Greek, and I had to be in a um, New Testament by choice. And in this New Testament class, you had to have been had Greek or be in Greek. So a lot was going on. And then I had to do my contextual education to church. And then life. And in the midst of all that in the worship plan, and we just said, we're going to have a retreat. We're going to go have a retreat to the Nantahala Outreach Outdoor Center. And that involved white water rafting. <laughs> so, because life was busy and the time had come, and it says, well, it's time to prepare for our little trip, a retreat. And I don't know how to swim, so I don't have any swim gear, I don't have anything. And I had never thought about really what all entail white water rafting. If you ever go white water rafting, that's not too many people, black people out there, right? 
And so I begin to start Googling and, and seeing what I'm getting myself into. And oh my God, whoo, the YouTubes freaked me out. I was terrified. And my sisters said to make it better. They were saying, why are you going out there doing that? My dad said, are you sure you should be doing this? And mind you, as we are driving up on this bus, I begin to see the water gushing. And I said, oh, Lord, help me, Lord. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then my team, they were so gracious, said, you know, if you get stuck, we'll throw out our little um, pedal for you to get you back in there. That didn't help. But it was some sort of, you know, solace a little bit, per se. And so we get there, and we had the suit up and put our lifeguard, life jackets on and watch this little video about all the safety there. And then there was a little time period where I had to go put my foot in the water, and I thought, how cold this is going to be. And I get in the, in, into the boat, and thanks be to God, my boat, the newbie, the beginner, we had a guide, a, tr- a guy that was in the boat. His name was Spencer. And Spencer knew the course of the land. He knew all the, the trouble spot, spots, and he would prep us along the way. He said, hold on, we're hitting a spot here. And as time began to go and go, and I felt comfortable because we had Spencer in the back of the boat, I began to enjoy this adventure. And like a good pastor, we would reflect on those times in which we can reflect on a sermon. And what I began to think about is in in this particular context, in the, the context of facing or surviving our storms, is that God is just like Spencer, who was in the back of the boat. God invites us on this thing called life. God graces us with the Holy Spirit, that life jacket I put on. And God invites us to just journey through life, knowing that there are going to be some waves that come in our lives. But we got God right behind us, beside us, above us, in us to walk with us, to be with us. So today is a time for us to say, God is in the boat. I'm I'm crediting Ray with that. God is in the boat with us. God is in the boat. Can I get amen? God is in the boat. But also it's time for us to not be like the disciples because we know how the story goes. We're not those disciples. We, We know who Jesus Christ is. We, God needed this moment for, for Jesus to have a moment of epiphany for the disciples. We have that epiphany. We know that Jesus Christ is a son of man. We know who Jesus Christ is. So it's time for us to stop acting like it. Acting like we know who Jesus Christ is. Acting like we know that Jesus Christ lives in us. And that allows us to begin to be sitting in the boat unbothered because we're able to tell our storms, get thee behind me. We get able to tell our storms that I have the help of the Lord on my side. We can begin to tell our storms that only help I know is with me every step of the way. The storm that when I am weak, I am made strong. It's time for us to choose faith over fear. Thanks be to God. Amen.
Thanks once again for joining us on The Gathering Podcast. Grace and peace, y'all.